Before we start today's episode, we have a quick message from our sponsor. Grownups, this ad's for you. Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hi, Mystery Recipe Grownups. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Juicy Juice. Juicy Juice 100% Juice is bursting with the fruity, juicy taste kids love. With no added sugar, no high fructose corn syrup, and 100% vitamin C in each 8-ounce serving, it's goodness made juicy. Available in a variety of flavors and sizes, with bottles big enough for the whole family to single-size boxes that kids can pack with their lunch or enjoy on the go. Juicy Juice 100% Juice makes kids and their parents 100% happy. To learn more, visit JuicyJuice.com. Hello, young chefs, and welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And today, we are going to be learning about the fun and fantastical side of food with another interactive bonus episode. Each week, we'll play a round of a game we're calling Name That Recipe. Using sound clues and trivia hints, you at home get to try and guess what recipe we are talking about. But you won't be doing it alone. Every episode will have a different character you know and love from our show to help you guess. And we'll get to learn more about them. Because the recipes will be specifically chosen to tell us a little more about their past. Are you ready to guess along at home and try to name that recipe? Today, we'll be talking with our official ingredient guesser, Zoe. You know her from Guess the Ingredient and our season one finale cook-along, but she's also done a ton of video projects with America's Test Kitchen Kids. And she's here today to do some more guessing in Name That Recipe. We'll be talking to her over the computer. I told her that we had to discuss a video shoot with her, so she has no idea what's coming. Hey, Molly. Zoe. Why are you so serious? Your challenge, should you choose to accept it. I thought we were here for a video. Your challenge will be to help our young chefs at home solve our bonus episode mystery recipe using sound clues and trivia facts. Okay, that sounds fun. Like, like, guess the ingredient. Zoe, welcome to Name That Recipe. Are you on, like, a game show set? It looks so cool. I am. Thank you. There's a lot of empty chairs, Molly. I know. There are so many chairs. But before you ask, no, there is no audience coming. It's just the chairs. Zoe, we are so glad you're here to be a contestant on Name That Recipe. I can't wait. This is so exciting. Mystery Recipe. So, Zoe, how have things been going for you since season two ended? Everything's been going well. I've been on TV like once or twice. Which was awesome. Yeah, it was super awesome. And I'm still baking and cooking. And my sister started testing for America's Test Kitchen now. Wow, the whole family. I love it. Yep. The other night she cooked dinner for us, which was really fun. Oh my gosh. How old is your sister? She's eight. Perfect age to get them started cooking dinner. Was it good? Oh yeah, it was, it was delicious. She made these mini sliders. That does sound good. 
Well, awesome. It has been so fun working with you on all the new video projects at America's Test Kitchen Kids. And the morning news shows that you've done have been so fun. Can you tell us anything about those? Okay, yeah. So as I said, I've been on TV once or twice a while back, maybe like over the summer. And then I also um, was on NBC Nightly News Kids Edition, and that was super fun. I was also on Access Hollywood, and I made these really tasty cookies. Unfortunately, we ran out pretty quickly since everyone in my family loved them. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a perk of the job with some downsides too. But you were so awesome on all of these things where you are talking about America's Test Kitchen kids. So we are so lucky to work with you on video projects and on today's bonus episode. Are you ready to play our game for today? I'm so ready. Here's how today will work. Today we're going to have two segments. Sounds like and did you know? In Sounds Like, we'll play sound clues, and you can use those to guess some of the ingredients in the recipe. And for Did You Know, we'll use trivia facts to give you some hints about the recipe itself. Okay, so I've done, like, sound clues before on the Guess the Ingredients segment. And, like, they've we sort of done trivia with the hints, but I think the trivia is going to be a little more challenging and a little more new, but it's still going to be fun. Totally. You've got plenty of experience guessing sound clues because you are our official ingredient guesser after all. Um, But I'm pretty sure the trivia will come naturally to you. All right. And there is also one more way you can help our listeners guess because today's mystery recipe is actually all about you. About me? Yum. We wanted to use these bonus episodes to learn more about our friends on the show. So this recipe is actually something that's close to your heart. Hold on. But like, how'd you know? Did Have you been like reading my mind or something? What's going on here, Molly? <laughs> I have a lot of special powers. No, we actually talked to a few people who are close to you and we asked them all about your favorite foods and food memories. And so in addition to clues and trivia, we'll also be asking you about you. Are you ready to play? I am so ready to play. This sounds like so much fun. All right, get ready, listeners, because it's time to play Name That Recipe. We're going to start with some mystery sounds in our first section. This part is called Sounds Like. Each of these sounds is a clue for a different ingredient in our mystery Zoe recipe. Here's your first one. Okay, so for the first sound, I've heard like similar stuff before on the podcast. So it, I, I think it's like pouring a liquid, but not like a heavy liquid like cream or maybe even milk. Definitely like a light liquid like a juice or water. You are totally right. That is the sound of something being poured, some kind of liquid like juice. It's not a thick liquid like you said. So we have a thin liquid as an ingredient in today's recipe. All right. (laughs) Are you ready for your next sound? Definitely. How about you, listeners? Let's hear it. This was the sound of something sizzling and, like, frying up. And I love sizzling stuff because it normally means that something good is cooking on the stove or really anywhere. What types of things sizzle in a pan? Um, so we did an oil week, I think. And like a lot of oils or butter and stuff that has a lot of fat tends to fry. So meat, sometimes even veggies can. 
Exactly. I think meat is a very good guess. So try and keep that in the back of your mind. And let's listen to our third sound. Okay, this one was a little odd, uh, but I think it's like someone sniffing it. So that means that this recipe like is very aromatic, which means it probably has a lot of herbs or stuff that smells nice. You are too good at this game, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally right. That was the sound of someone sniffing something. And so it's not about the recipe as a whole because this section's all about individual ingredients. What types of ingredients are super aromatic? herbs mostly, spices, stuff like that. Like when you cook it or like when you put it in oil, it tends to like release a lot of like pretty scents into the air. So like thyme, rosemary, oregano, basil. You're totally right. Per usual, smell is such a powerful force when it comes to flavor. And this was the sound of someone sniffing something aromatic in this recipe. It was an herb. At the ATK lab, I've done a couple interesting experiments with with smell where I would like try a jelly bean while holding my nose and you couldn't really taste it. Like you didn't get what flavor it was. But then you'd like let go of your nose and you'd be like, oh my gosh, that's grape or something because smell is like a huge part of taste. Yeah, you're exactly right. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't know is how important smell is. It's like when you have a really bad winter cold or something and you can't breathe out of your nose, all food tastes kind of like nothing, right? Yeah, they all taste boring. (laughs) Totally. So important. So, so good to know This recipe has something super aromatic that smells really good. All right, great job with Sounds Like, Zoe. You helped our listeners guess that there's a thin liquid, a fresh herb, and some kind of meat. Those are all ingredients in today's recipe. Any guesses so far what the recipe for today will be? Don't worry if you aren't sure yet. It could be a few different things with that list of ingredients. So we have more hints for you. This next section is called... Did you know? For this section, listeners, I'm going to give you and Zoe a fact about this mystery recipe, and you can use it to try and guess what the recipe will be. Ready? Ready, Zoe? Yeah. All right. Did you know that this recipe features a type of mustard that is named after the town in France where it was invented? What can we learn from this hint, Zoe? All right. So, um... There's like two kinds of mustard that I know of. So there's yellow mustard, which I don't think you put often like in recipes. That's normally like on top of hot dogs, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then the only other kind I've heard of is uh, like Dijon mustard, which honestly I've heard used a lot in cooking for sauces. And like when you cook it, it kind of loses some of its flavor, but it still provides a lot to the recipe. So I think that's Dijon mustard. Exactly. Nothing goes by you, Zoe. What does Dijon mustard taste like for those who haven't tried it? Um, honestly, I haven't really tried it raw. <laughs> it's a little spicy. Yeah, it's like a little peppery. It's like a spicy mustard. That's right. Dijon mustard is named after Dijon, France, where a man named Jean Nejan originally developed it back in the mid-1800s. Are you ready for your next one? Yeah. Did you know that the meat in this recipe is the most consumed meat in the world. 
Any guesses as to what meat that might be, Zoe? Okay, so there's like three main meats that I think of when you say meat. I'm always like chicken, pork, and beef. Like those are the three big ones. You're right. It could really be any of these three meats. So let's keep this in the back of our mind as we keep on going forward and see if our next hint will help. Did you know that this recipe requires the chef to make some type of sauce in addition to cooking meat in a skillet? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like having sauce and a meat cooked together. That makes sense so that the meat gets some of that sauce flavor. Totally. You are getting really close, Zoe. There's one more hint I have for you, and this one is all about you. Can you tell me about the largest group of people you've ever cooked for all at once? Um, now I think I'm starting to understand what this recipe is. So the first time I ever made a meal all by myself, I made what I like to call my absolute favorite like cooking recipe from America's Test Kitchen Kids. I made apple cider glazed pork chops. Well, you are 100% right, Zoe. Today's recipe is the apple cider glazed pork chops from America's Test Kitchen Kids. You were one of our first recipe testers for that recipe, and I'm so glad it's one of your favorites. These pork chops are cooked in a skillet and topped with an apple cider glaze made from apple cider, maple syrup, Dijon mustard, and fresh thyme. If you want to try this recipe out for yourself, young chefs, you can head to atkkids.com slash porkchops. So are those mystery sounds making more sense to you now, Zoe? They're making a lot, a lot, a lot of sense. I'm always saying it's like my favorite ATK recipe. It was one of the first ones I tested. So it's kind of a big one for me. It's one of the first ones I made all my, by myself. But it's still a really fun recipe to make. And I, and I highly suggest making it. Totally. It is so good. So the juice or liquid we heard was the apple cider. And then the sizzle was the pork chop cooking in the skillet. And then the sniffing was clearly the thyme. Yeah, because when you make this, when it's in the pan, it smells amazing. It just fills up wherever you're cooking with this amazing apple cider, apple orchard flavor. And where I'm from, we go apple picking like in the fall. It reminds me of that, like where you're walking through the orchard and there's all the trees all alongside you. And it's a really fun recipe to make. Oh man, I want this right now. You are really selling this recipe, Zoe. Hey, I want it too right now. Sounds so good. <laughs> Wait, so the pork chop, so like pork is the most commonly consumed meat? I assumed it was chicken because like you always think of chicken. Yeah, that's right. According to the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization, pork is the most widely eaten meat in the world, making up 36% of the meat eaten in 2019. This is followed by poultry at 33%, beef at 24%, and goats and sheep at 5%. I did not know that. Makes sense, though. It is one of the first meats you think of when someone says, like, oh, I'm having meat tonight. I'm like, oh, yeah, pork. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, Zoe, you cooked a meal for how many people all by yourself? Um, I think it was, like, 
yeah, like 12 people. But we were up in my grandparents' condo in New Hampshire and it was super fun. And yeah, I worked hard and I made this little menu. My grandma had gotten me glitter pens and I took my little glitter pens and I made a little menu with all the different colors. I think I still have the menu. It's probably like hidden in my room somewhere. (laughs) That sounds so fun. What was the trickiest part of cooking that much food all at once? The oil in the pan kept spitting and like I hadn't really used oil in a pan before. So it was definitely a shocker because it just like sizzled and I'm like, ah! Yeah, I cook a lot and I don't like that. But then I had to keep cooking, but it was worth it once I ate all it. Also, something interesting about the recipe is that you make the sauce and make the pork separately, but then just before they go into the pan, you like glaze them in the sauce. Again, sounds so good. I would like to eat those right now. (laughs) Me too. Well, you are truly an excellent chef, Zoe, and you did a great job today on Name That Recipe. How did you do at home, young chefs? Did you guess it was apple cider glazed pork chops after Sounds Like? Or was it Did You Know that helped you figure it out? And you don't need to cook for a huge group of people to enjoy this. Whether you're cooking for yourself, your family, or your friends, this is just like a really fun way to both start cooking or continue cooking or get better at cooking however you want or just keep working in the kitchen. I totally agree, Zoe. Thank you so much for being a contestant on Name That Recipe today. Thanks for having me. This is our last bonus episode of our special game show, Name That Recipe. It's been so much fun learning more about our friends on the show and getting to play an interactive game with you young chefs. But don't worry, we're already working on season three of Mystery Recipe. It will come out right before summer, so stay tuned. Until then, keep keep on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a bowl of hand-pulled noodles with chili oil and herbs. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a bagel with lox and cream cheese. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a meatball. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. He's a bowl of chicken noodle soup. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a loaf of white bread. Our post-production supervisor is Jen Margolis, who is chicken marsala. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also a Caesar salad. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's fettuccine Alfredo. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a homemade ravioli. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, assistant editor, Katie O'Hara, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, test cook, Andrea Vavjin, and test cook, Cassandra Laughlin. This episode featured Zoe Bates. Thanks again to our sponsor, Juicy Juice. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids.
Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts, and we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 